Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey, friends in the Los Angeles area, we just want to remind you, we will be doing a live taping at the Nerd Melt showroom in Los Angeles on February 2nd. For tickets and more information, please visit nerdmeltla.com. Today, we are so excited to have two, count them, two guests with us on our show. Two? Two. Cameron Esposito and Rhea Butcher, who are brilliant comedians, badass feminists, Wives to each other. You may know them from a wonderful show called Take My Wife. You may Mm -hmm. know them from a podcast called Put Your Hands Together. Mm -hmm. You may know them just because they're the best. And we're going to sit down with them and talk to them for the whole episode today. We are so pumped. Welcome to Buffering the Vampire Slayer, a podcast where we're watching and discussing every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer one by one. I am Jenny Owen Youngs. And I'm Kristen Russo. And this week we're talking about season two, episode two, Some Assembly Required. Stay tuned at the end of this podcast every week for an original song written by us recapping the Buffy episode that we're discussing. Some Assembly Required was written by Ty King. Directed by Bruce Seth Green, who is not Seth Green. He's a whole other person. And originally aired on September 22nd, 1997. This is the one where two science club nerds use body parts to create the, quote, perfect girlfriend for a teenager who has been brought back from the dead. I want everyone to know that on the IMDb description, there's a tiny image. And the tiny image is the picture from the inside of the locker that's like all of the cutout pieces of magazine body that's the image for this episode if a ransom note was just a picture of a girl yes yes exactly um so there's a small small dog sitting next to me with his sweet little head lying on my lap what's that dog wearing Uh, a very beautiful christmas sweater a very nice christmas sweater Um, who'd that dog come with the dog right did not come alone he can't Uh, drive this dog's name is murph oh my gosh he knows i'm talking about him he's making little movements like he knows wow (laughs) and murph's murph's parents are uh cameron esposito and Rhea butcher who are here with us yay yay you guys this is so fun already he did he did drive us here though (laughs) he can't drive alone does he have his permit (laughs) yeah is that the deal oh no imagine a little license with murph's picture on it Also, he'd have to have such a small car. It's hard to figure out how we would fit in it. Yes. I think maybe we're being towed behind. Yeah. Like, it's a small car, but it's heavy, so it's got, like, good traction. And right. You can pull. Right, like, right. A it's decent. the, the tugboat yeah. of cars. Car pulling the two of you. Just in two seats. 
Oh, well, thanks for being here, guys. Thanks oh, for having us. You know, it's fun to have excuses to hang out with pals. Yes. yes. This is great. We almost didn't make it to the taping of the actual episode because <laughs> we just wanted to talk all night long. Yeah. And also there was a hat on a dog situation. Yeah. yeah. Check my Instagram for that. <laughs> I took a picture. I took one it's too. I posted oh, it faster. Is- Oh, I know, like, I know. Like a Wait, mirror. You already posted it? Oh, yeah. Rhea! <laughs> Rhea! Cameron. I am so upset. I'm actually, like, genuinely uh, upset and probably... It's a big problem. You know, we understand. Yes. You can get another angle. You have more followers than I do. Yeah, you know that's what? Can I tell you something? Supposed, yes. Can I tell you something, yes, Cameron? Yes, yes. I, I often find that posting second is better. Um, although Instagram's new algorithm is messing things up, but I find posting second is better because people see it first. Oh, ooh. yeah! I wow. get it because it, because yeah. it, yeah, yeah. it's mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah. you're just copying me, Rhea. Right. <laughs> in the future, as always, in the future. <laughs> so this is really fun because um, Cameron, you are familiar with the series. Yes, I am. However, Rhea, this is the first episode you've ever sat and watched. It's honestly the first time I've ever, from my recollection, that right. I've sat down and watched an entire episode. I'm aware of it. I know the characters in it. Mm-hmm. I've heard synopsis of many episodes. <laughs> I've just literally never watched it. I was going to say from No, from multiple people. Oh. You and other people. Mm-hmm. My, well, um, I'm just in a line of people. No, my maid of honor is <laughs> a huge Buffy fan. She was a huge um, Buffy fan. In fact, she lent me the box set and was like, look, you should watch this. You're probably not going to. But now you have no excuse. <laughs> and then it just sat on my shelf until I went away to grad school. Well, this show was really important to me when I was in high school, even though it was really scary to me and I could barely watch it. I still watched it because <laughs> I like scared of everything. special effects a lot. And there's really cool special effects makeup in mm-hmm. this. And everything is practical effects because like computer animation didn't really exist. <laughs> it's yeah, 1997. Right. Um, and that's really cool. I also love stunting. You know, people that are stunting around and doing stunts. Uh-huh. Stunting around. There's a lot of cool stunts in this <laughs> television show. And there's also a lot of queerness throughout the whole thing. Yeah. All characters. All characters. All situations. I think it's one of the first shows on television that really just showed, like, non-traditional relationships, whatever they might be. Yeah. Um, and so that was kind of awesome to me. So you you watched this in high school, but you haven't seen it since. I haven't seen it since. And I will say, watching this one episode, it's so weird that they are children. Like, it's so weird that they are young people. Correct, because the last time you watched it, they were you. They were were me slash older, because they're playing high schoolers. And I was really, you know, in 1997, I was a freshman in high school. September, I was, I mean, I I probably wasn't watching this because I was going to high school for the first time and losing my mind. And so therefore not watching. Right. Vampire Slayer for like a minute while I lost my mind. Why were you losing your mind in high school? Was your school built on top of a mystical convergence <laughs> of evil? Yeah, what was going open? on was that there was like all these people kind of escaping and they had just like different sorts of heads and sometimes like <laughs> it's like their brow would get very heavy at a certain time and then like a sort of a tooth would come out. No, um, for different reasons. I oh. think just that I was a small gay person and I mm. went to a really conservative Catholic high school and I was just trying to figure out how to do anything. Did you feel like you had a secret identity that you couldn't share with your peers? Absolutely. Well, I didn't know I was gay, but I did know that, like, this show really meant something to me. I would watch this show with my boyfriend. My boyfriend would watch this show with mm-hmm. me. He was mm-hmm. a very patient boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> uh, 
This show is this episode is also about like a high school football player. My which was, was your boyfriend? Player. And I did turn to Rhea during the middle of the episode when they when the <laughs> there's like a mom who rattles off the stats of the football player. I'll tell you when we get to that part in the <laughs> podcast, but his stats are like not that great. Wow. <laughs> so would, funny. What a perfect overlap of stuff that I'm not into or wasn't into in this episode because you were like very into the show. I just, I wasn't into it, not on purpose. And then I hated football. So Why? Well, there you go. <laughs> like, were there others, were you more into other sports at the time? <clears throat> when I was in high school, I was like, anti-sports i was really into basketball like playing it and then Mm -hmm. i quit the team because i for whatever reason i was getting benched and i thought i was a better player on the team and so then i decided to go all in and skateboarding and was like punk rock and the other artists and rio was like a bad boy and i was the high school mascot we were exactly opposite people but i was really nice i didn't go to any games until my senior year because then i felt like yeah i should maybe go to this but i just like wasn't into it at all and i planned every single dance also were you actually the the high school mascot yeah right yeah because you you said it but i feel like if they're listening like people listening might think you know i was a red bird i'm not being funny (laughs) i was a red wing which is a red bird but i mean i also like played i was a three-sport athlete i played and i also like decorated the gym for all the school dances i was like on student government i was the president of the the spirit club that's weird which means that i ran the flag back and forth when my boyfriend scored a touchdown like you know the person that runs a giant flag so wait you know and you were the mascot those are two different the mascot didn't always travel to away games so then you did because you had the flag oh my god but how could you be a three-sport athlete and also be the mascot? Like, did you have Friday to? You're night. gay you're and you're not having any duty? sex. And you have so much time. <laughs> you have so much time. But, like, what is the actual time management of that? Does that mean the mascot just doesn't go to women's sports? Is that oh, the deal? Yeah. That, yes. Yeah. Exactly that would be silly. Wait, no, Jenny, what are you talking you all, about? Yes, I know, I know, Jenny, I know, that's I a know. great question. No, it's only for men's basketball. Only for real sports. And football. Okay. The sports that people care about. Women's basketball, which I played, has no... Mascot. Wow. No. And sometimes the games are at 5 p.m. <laughs> That's totally true. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Great On job. a Tuesday. Yeah, so I was... You know what it sounds like we're talking about? The patriarchy. It sounds like we're talking about the patriarchy. Yeah. Oh, I had it yeah. marked for later. And it happened so easily. Yeah. Well, it's also, so I was a swimmer during football season, right? Because they both had And I don't fall. know how to swim. And... <laughs> that's true she doesn't i don't well i this, thought this, this i did really are like Safe. the inverses of each other i, I, I thought i did and then we went on vacation with each other which is in all honesty the first time i ever went on vacation and we went to palm springs and we got in the pool and cameron was like oh sweetie you don't know how to swim <laughs> and i was like i thought i did <laughs> i mean i can like i don't even know if you could call it a dog paddle but you I can did. like stay afloat kind of yeah i don't really like the deep end because i could drown well, not and with then Cameron one time, camera. No, but I was a Cameron, lifeguard. Yeah, I started drowning in Hawaii, and she was like, "Oh, stop! You're not drowning." <laughs> and I was like, "That's kind no, of the definition of drowning no, is I can't no. stop it." After the fact, she was like, "Remember when I just drowned?" And I said, "You didn't. You didn't if you drown. Because, you'd be dead. Yeah, right. we wouldn't be having this conversation." I did, that's not the and bone. She you said, were "I was saying I'm drowning. I'm drowning." And I said. 
Right, which means you're not drowning. Because if you're drowning, you can't. you're not saying. Sorry, I I, I meant sorry. to call out. I'm pre-drowning. <laughs> yeah. I'm pre-drowning. I, I apologize. I didn't have the presence of mind because I thought I was about to die. <laughs> because I cannot swim. Oh. <laughs> anyway, I'm glad. I'm glad you survived. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> glad I lived to tell the tale. <laughs> So um so Rio, what um yeah. what are what are your thoughts on your first episode of on Buffy the episode? The yeah, I mean, how did it feel for you? I knowing it, nothing. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was really funny, and uh, it was really enjoyable seeing all those clothes again. <laughs> Man, were those some billowy shirts, and like unbuttoned, like so far down, top yeah. three buttons down. Angel went real far down with his buttons yeah. in this episode. Also, I have a, a costume note for later in the episode, but since we're talking about dress, I'll bring it up now. <laughs> um, when they go to the football game, I don't know if anybody else noticed Jenny Callender's belt. Oh, it yeah. It was very special. I yeah. actually drew a picture in my notes. Oh, I would like to see the picture. Lest I forget. Yeah. It also um, looks like something you could maybe hang a plant <laughs> with. You know? Yeah. <laughs> that hangs from the ceiling well, in the 70s. You know what, my though? Picture. Seeing, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, totally. So, yeah. <laughs> Circles and lines. Well, Rhea, it was fun to watch you laugh at it. And I remembered... Because before we watched, I was like, it is... No, it's really funny. Like, it is kind of a comedy. Um, and I was realizing that, like, before Gilmore Girls... This is yeah. the show that everybody talked about in terms of its writing. Oh, yeah. Like, it really set the stage for that. What was before this show? Can you guys think of it? What would it have been before this? Like, what Friends? was the big... No, no Friends because was... Friends doesn't really do that thing. The thing that this show does so well that then people loved about Gilmore Girls is that um, half the jokes are not delivered with any sort of weight, and you're just supposed to, like kind of keep, keep moving up. right 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 and yeah they're almost like the transition it was fun to watch that things. again yeah. yeah the joke it's like they say the joke and then they're like, like anyway on to the next the camera point. doesn't even stay on them or whatever yeah it's when, cool what year did west wing start i don't know yeah maybe that's similar yeah walk and talk i have no idea mean, when that started i'm gonna stand by my friend's statement that it's like an ensemble of a bunch of people talking to each other even though they're just in one room um it was faster than a traditional multicam. Okay. Oh yeah, faster than a traditional multicam. <laughs> totally. Very <laughs> hard. Agree. You you guys know more about making TV than we do. I couldn't stop looking at the lighting. There well, was like something very early on. I was like, her whole face is in shadow. Like all she has to do is lean forward. Yo, there's a <laughs> I lot. I can't stop looking of at that. lighting. Like yeah. there's, it's it's definitely like, in every episode. Yeah. And inconsistent. Like nobody is getting. I don't know. Maybe you would know. I mean, things are just not consistently lit. Yeah. People are not consistently lit. People are in shadow. They, also, this is deliberate. That doesn't feel as deliberate. But like, yeah, a lot of the time when you see Angel, it's through light that's coming through Venetian or, or <laughs> mini Venetian, blinds. No, mini yeah. blinds. Horizontal, yeah. like tiny blinds. There's a lot of that. Someone yeah. wrote into us, actually. We never said this on the show, but somebody wrote into us because we had a whole thing where we talked about that angel lighting that was just like (laughs) slatted (laughs) lines of light and somebody wrote in and said i think maybe that lighting decision was made because it shows the lightness and the dark that is angel wow my gosh so yeah they're really serious there you go Um, plus it's flattering on everybody you know it's good luck (laughs) slatted lighting good luck flattering on everybody on everybody well they also did so much they did so many night shoots on this show i don't know they're yeah, not in a soundstage. Can I ask you a question? Are they in a soundstage that looks like a 
cemetery and it's also it's I, very it's possible I, is that I what think you think after yes i agree with one, you too yeah they built they built a soundstage so the cemetery so all so. everything nothing is practically shot nothing is like i mean the football like, thing was yeah, no, and, was, yeah. And, and externals of the high school that's torrance high school yeah mm. so um, they would have to do those night shoots but i feel like yeah you must have had a crazy schedule anyway we can keep going but this is it's crazy to watch this show. This is like a <laughs> we really can't stop like thinking operation. about. Oh, oh my god, how did they block how did they shoot make this? It? <laughs> well, that's what, yeah. At one point, I think Yuria were like, "Well, it must have cost so much to shoot yeah. this scene." Like, and I was like, "Do you know how sure, much those yeah. extras cost?" I, I mean, and to make them play football, like mm. that's a lot of insurance to, yeah. to have those guys playing football. It was cool to like have your mind though in that sense because I I just watch it and I'm like, right, and now they play football. Like it doesn't occur <laughs> yeah. to me that yeah. that would cost a lot of money or. Um. Yeah, but so so Cameron, this episode scared you. I'm sorry that you got scared. Well, I just found it was real spooky and creepy. She gets scared yeah. by like piano music. I was. So. <laughs> That's true. I I got less scared later, but my number one biggest fear is in in television and film is when something comes up behind, and that happened to very solid times in this yeah. show where it's like super slow like a slow and it does like the entrance. camera coming up behind where Dislike. you know something is yeah, yeah. do not do not yeah. like it it's super spooked um well we learn i mean the opening scene of this we learn that um that buffy knows how to yo-yo which i felt was yeah. an important point that <laughs> i wanted to bring it up. also was like oh that's what we did when we didn't have phones right. yeah <laughs> we yo-yoed <laughs> On I gravestones. <laughs> yeah. maybe Did you yo-yo? Yeah, for sure. Could you like actually yo-yo? I could do like a few tricks. Wow. Did what you about do Cat's Cradle or what? I, I, yeah. <laughs> Cat's Cradle around the world. Oh, oh like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, I always thought pass, I could walk the dog and just throwing I'm... it on the ground. <laughs> I, I could. I was excited if I got it to come back up. Oh, like yeah. That was my yo-yoing <laughs> abilities in high school. I did have a yo. I mean. People fucking had yo-yos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just keep it in your backpack with your hacky sack. Be like, is this gonna be the thing that people remember me for? (laughs) (laughs) No, that's not it. (laughs) Just like headphones, you know, like headphones used to be a very unique characteristic, but now like everybody wears them. Right, Mm -hmm. right. Uh. (laughs) I also will say that in that opening shot, I was immediately struck by um, Sarah Michelle Gellar's bod because she has a really short skirt on she and she looks like a human woman i just want to point out that sometimes when you watch television now uh some bods have gotten so toned up Mm -hmm. that some teens look like they're 35 and have really specific personal training regimens and it's (laughs) like really interesting to see her in this show because she obviously is like beautiful and uh tv star but she also looked kind of normal yeah and i think a lot of the characters in the show i mean i think in the 90s you could be more of a person on television mm-hmm. it's cool sure. to see it yeah like willow is like standing sideways at one point and you realize that she's like pretty flat chested because right. she's like a really young woman who <laughs> and like oh they didn't make her wear a Really bonkers a, a boob bra. Set like they didn't something. make her wear anything. Right, here, put right. on these boobs. Uh, so I don't know. those are just you like guys. Very is that small... a thing that happens here in Hollywood? Well, I feel like I don't know, but I feel like <laughs> right when you're watching TV, right? Do, the, do people look like that to you guys? 
No? What? Sorry, people, Murph moved. No. Do people look like that to you guys I now? So. I feel like it's no, a deliberate TV, choice. Absolutely not. It's like you could find it on cool cool cable shows or streaming shows. There's different types of bodies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's very like leaned into. Right. But on like a network show. Anyway. Also, I right, had a note right. about her skirt because she's doing serious fighting. Yeah, and she has platform sandals <laughs> yeah. on. Those sandals are highly like, impractical two for inch platform sandals. <laughs> but she never really cares about that, guys. She doesn't Wait. even have to think about it. No. No, no, no. no. She, she does pull her, like, I feel like she pulls her, like, or checks her skirt after she falls into the open grave to make <laughs> yeah. sure oh, that yeah. she has landed a good safely. Just to check it off our list, because last week we were like, hey, there's new stuff in the credits. Oh, yeah. This is the moment when where she we pops see her head back up. where she pops her head out of the grave comes from episode two. We just saw it for the first time. Oh, it's pretty great. Um, And then we go to the credits. You've got you don't want to talk about how Buffy and Angel got in a big fight about Xander? Oh, yeah, right. Well, I right. know you're like over this, but I, I, I just know. at we, least for later resolution. We were like halfway done writing the song and Jenny keeps trying to put lyrics in about like Angel and Buffy and like their tension. And I'm like, eh, it doesn't matter. It's not a thing. I invested in their tension as well. But thank you. Also, I will say <laughs> this dang show and every other dang show that had like set so many high school characters. I know Angel's not high school age. Uh, had so many characters that are like mad at each other for talking to other people. <laughs> Is that something that actually well, happens to anybody? What happened mm, in the last episode they, like, actually dance up on each other? Um so Buffy yes. died. Uh-huh. Yes. And no, then well, that was two she, episodes. That was two ago. episodes ago. Right. And then she then then she like got CPR'd and came back to life and defeated the master who was like the head vampire uh in last season. And she came back after summer vacation with a lot of unresolved trauma. And she was acting out a lot. And one of the ways that she acted out was to do a very sexy dance with Xander at the bronze while Chibomato played Sugar Water. And Angel looked on in a huff. Yeah. So we're just coming off of the huff. Okay. So, like, nothing happened except for sexy dancing? <laughs> nothing happened. Yeah, just but, like, deliberately dance. cruel sexy dancing? I think that Angel needs to take a deep breath. Well, he is He's 241. I think, like, exactly. I think maybe just, I don't know, pull her aside and have, like, a real conversation. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. If uh, some, like, just fun sexy dancing pisses you off, what have you been doing for 240? That's, that's like I being, mean, like, like what other experiences have you had that, well, that can still bother you? The bulk of his experiences have been like um, uh, pillaging, uh, like a lot of slaughter. And then okay. after he was re-ensold, he's been like sort of uh, working through his own trauma, uh, mm-hmm. recovering uh-huh. from the fact that he now cares about every life Ugh. that he took. As, he has yeah, some feelings I about know, it. Right. I, know, I know, I know. This is the first time we actually learned how old Angel was, right? I think so. I think 241. Question. So, how yes. do you talk to an angel? <laughs> wow, that's you a that's a 90s crossover. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a crossover episode. Oh, the 90210 high school also Is that high school. school. No way. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Way. I thought it felt similar. <laughs> it felt familiar. Same, same exact high school. Um I have I have written down a thing that I don't remember <laughs> what I wrote it for, but I just wrote 
Jenny Calendar. Oh, flirt practice. We see Giles. Yeah, yeah. Giles is practicing on a chair. Practicing, chair. flirting. I didn't understand. It's all very Clint Eastwood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to make the same joke, but I waited for you to make it. Oh, that was so wow. nice. No, Unlike you can good. make it later and people will see it in their feed first. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> But I um I just wonder because I know that Giles is like not just the teacher, he's the watcher and they have like a deeper relationship with him or whatever. But I was very confused about the way that Buffy and Xander and all of them interacted with Giles having a crush on Jenny Calendar. I just feel like I would never have a conversation like that with my teacher or my watcher. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> or I my watcher. Never had that conversation with somebody that's older than me. Yeah. So but isn't is the part of their dynamic supposed to be that, like, he's in charge of all the practical stuff, but he doesn't have, like, any of the intangibles, right? Yes. Like, that's what the Scooby gang does, is that they are like, this is other stuff that you should care about, like food and food, <laughs> washing computer your body. hacking, like, yeah, washing like, your body. <laughs> like, I don't, nobody's washed their body. You know, the lessons we learned from really... Scooby-Doo. <laughs> hey, gang, don't forget to take a shower. <laughs> So that's why they're comfortable doing it. Because they're spending all their time together. I I know. I just, I still felt embarrassed about the whole thing. I was like, you guys, was it because because the advice was bad? (laughs) No, I mean, I think it was because Giles was so embarrassed, who I love, by the way. I love Giles' crush on Jenny Calendar. I really do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peak Giles. So fumbly. Stop it. Hiking all the papers off the table. (laughs) (laughs) What was that? Yeah. Did you say really second good. second date? <laughs> <laughs> what has he done since then? Anthony Michael uh, had that's the same. Anthony guess. Stewart, Stewart had. Anthony Michael, Anthony Michael Hall. I got this Anthony, Anthony in the C- head. Yeah. Thomas Michael Powell. Stewart head. Uh, uh, what has he done since this? Great question. We know he did a Taster's Choice commercial before. Yeah, um, I was gonna say that's yes. what he got picked up from, right? That yeah. Taster's Choice. Yeah. Series. Are you looking it up? What he's done? I just trust him so much, and I really. (laughs) He's very. Just trust him so much. I don't know why that was so funny. I just trust him. He has the vibe. I'd give him my taster's choice anytime. He's very, very dadly, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he's very calming. (laughs) Well, while you look up Giles's. Oh my God, he's in Imagine Me and You. What? The movie, the other movie well, yeah, where Piper Parabo kisses yep. a girl. <gasps> oh. The other, the other I knew movie that I had Parabot seen him in something. Oh my God. Sir. Oh my God. Where He's Piper also Parabot a Falcon. Falcon. Cersei Lannister. Whoa. Yeah. That's what happens in that movie. And uh, Giles is Cersei Lannister. Yeah, wait, Lannister. did you uh, that? Yes. Yeah. Did you forget that? Yes. Uh, I did. I forgot it. Yeah. We have and to Ox- rewatch and, this, and this she, film. And she dumps Osmandius. <laughs> yes, yeah, she does. Spoiler alert for, for Cersei those of you who haven't seen Wow. Wow. How old is that movie? 20. It's 20 years old now. Yeah. 2005. Yeah, 20 years old. <laughs> yeah. But every day a new lesbian is born. Yeah, you know? true. Aww. They're just catching up. They yeah, have a lot true. to watch. We only get like five movies. So. <laughs> yeah. Rhea, don't say every which century. lesbian leaves a guy to be with a woman. Uh, yeah. Which movie? Just know I mean, that it I feel like it's pretty obvious <laughs> yeah. that the comedy that's rated PG, Imagine Me and You, is going to end up happy. Anyway. Mm. <laughs> Okay, so so wait, so where are we even in that? Movie? Giles is practicing on a chair. Giles is practicing on a chair, and then Cordelia enters, right? I mean, like whatever they have their Giles thing, but then we go to the science fair, 
Right, right, right. And she's all tomato, fruit, or vegetable. Right. Great question. Great question. Also, Cordelia and Willow were kind of wearing the same outfit, but in like the Cordelia shape and the Willow shape. That I missed. What did it look like? <laughs> it's just like the patterns of like Willow's shirt and Cordelia's dress are almost identical, but it's like a flowy lady dress and then like right. a nerdy collar. Oh, and, and they both kind of look like wall, like 70s wallpaper. Yeah. Right, yeah, right, right. Very That's 70s true. wallpaper. I was really happy to see Willow show up because I had a huge thing for her in high school and I remember at going and asking for her haircut and then seeing it now I realized that she doesn't have a haircut. <laughs> yeah, she, just, she just has you hair. You were asking haircut. for something else but you didn't know how yeah, to ask exactly. for it so you just said haircut. Can you, can you give me it's like Willow's haircut. What does uh-huh. it look like? It goes straight down. <laughs> it, does, it does nothing. It goes straight down and it's the the it's length hair. that my hair currently anyway. is. Anyway, <laughs> it is very shiny though. It is she very shiny really and herbal shiny essences. Hair. Yeah, really yeah, that's good. some shampoo commercial. She predates hair. herbal essences. <laughs> herbal essence or herbal essences. <gasps> Remember that how their Herbal's ad essence. campaign yeah. was just, just people orgasms. having showergasms? Yeah, they're just orgasms. Female oh. pleasure. It's back. Yeah, it's, it's back, back in the shower. Well, no, the oh, the shampoo like, is back. Oh, not the, not the orgasms. No, of course, <laughs> never. Damn it. Yeah, it's back. It's we like had that one brief stores. moment. <laughs> yeah, it's a good two years. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so they're at the, the science fair, right? And then creepy Eric comes with his camera. Uh, yeah, it's so creepy though. Like yeah, I know that really like gross. shit gets creepier. The wig but- in particular. That yeah. kid was in a lot of stuff. Really? He was. Yeah. Really? What else know, was he in? I don't know, but... Was he like, creepy and everything? I mean, Kinda, definitely. I, I will he was like say, on Boy Meets World or something. That, uh... Yeah, that situation of him showing up and just taking a picture, taking pictures of, of women without their permission... Right. ...is such a funny, like, I can't tell if the show was trying to comment on it moment, where they were like, oh, it's fine, he's harmless, and I'm like, no! <laughs> but I feel, because since it was the second time we had watched the episode and I knew what was coming next, like, I knew that these were the guys that were totally violating lots of women yeah. all the time, I was like, oh, this seems, like, super intentional mm-hmm. um, and kind of cool, because they... It, I feel like they went out of their way to show that, like, Cordelia and Willow and Buffy were all like, what the fuck, dude? Like, yeah, nobody true. said you could take our fucking picture. Mm-hmm. It was a whole thing. He was in Free Willy in The oh Wonder Years, and he was also in Inglorious Bastards. Wow. The Wonder Years? Glorious I love that show. Um, speaking, are we allowed to say the patriarchy more than once? I think we might be, we might be able to say it four times. Oh, because there's four of us. Yeah. I've taken two already, but that one didn't count. This is the second one. That was a one. question, yeah. I was asking. Where does sleep nose down? Just, like, he, is, he is passed out into the face chair. Face first. Chair. <laughs> well, anyway, we'll make sure going. to show you pictures of, sure oh, it's been that. well documented. <laughs> yeah. Every time I say anything, everyone else in the room just continues to take Murph and my picture. <laughs> Um, well, so I think new patriarchy moment here is we go to the graveyard and I just want to know what everyone thinks of this because it's Buffy and Willow and they're just sitting by the grave and Giles and Xander are digging the grave and Xander's like, if the Femmes could pick up a shovel and like help us out here or whatever. And so on the one hand, the scene is set up where the women are doing nothing and the men are digging. But on the other hand... Buffy is like, sorry, this is the role of women. You mo- you wanted it this way, so here I fucking sit. So I'm just wondering thoughts from the group on if this is like upending or doing bad things. I have a very hard time finding anything in this show 
like being that offended by almost anything in the show only because I've seen so much of it. And I know the intention of the whole thing is. Yeah. And especially at the time. Just mm-hmm. the idea that they were putting a woman kicking people in the face on television. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Xena was on, like, at the same time, I think. So there was, like, there were, like, a couple of shows where mm-hmm. it was, like, women are kicking faces. But uh, <laughs> what's especially great about this show is that there's no victim because like literally the vampires disappear after she stakes them in the heart. So it's like, it's very satisfying. And there's also like no sadness to be had because they're like terrible demons. And so, um, yeah, I don't, I didn't have a problem with it. Yeah. And usually I'm extremely like hyper vigilant and have a problem with everything. Well, but, but there's that other end of it, you know, it's like, is it, if you're saying I'm going to sit here and do my nails because that's what you said I was going to do. So now you shovel the grave. You know what I mean? Right. And it's the way she's saying it too in her delivery and how much you know she really does do for the whole team. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Also, if, if the point of feminism is to create the space in women's lives for them to choose what they want to do. And a big part of that, like recently right a big part of of what's been talked about around that is like it's also uh you know a woman's choice if she doesn't want to work no 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 no. Mm -hmm. there's probably a better way to say all that but uh, you know feminism here is like doing the work to make space for buffy to make the choice of whether or not she participates in exhuming a potential body right and then she jumps in as the only one that'll open the casket anyway so yeah there's that but (laughs) Yo, oh my so god, then Cordelia's in the parking lot and listen, yes. we have to talk about it, okay? Because first of all, she's like, we really have to practice our cheer, otherwise no one's gonna be led by them at the game. And listen, <laughs> you weren't here for season one, episode three, when we first met the Sunnydale cheerleaders, but their only cheer is go, Sunnydale, go, go, Sunnydale, go, go, Sunnydale, go, six, seven, eight, repeat. They say six, seven, eight. Yeah. And- wow. And that cheer appears here. I think they say Razorbacks now instead of Sunnydale. They, well, they they accidentally say Greenbacks, which actually, is which is weird. A real they do, but they're say, supposed to be, they're saying, supposed to be right, saying Razorbacks within this yes. universe. They're supposed to be saying Razorbacks, and we hear it later go, at the football dollar game. Bills go, yeah. <laughs> but um, here's the thing: I want to talk about the cheers too, but I also want to just know for a second how many people in this room had those sneakers that Cordelia was wearing they were the white Adidas sneakers with the three stripes on the side I didn't have them but the, of course were they shelters oh yeah I had a pair of shelters I feel like and you I still school. have some I don't have any shelters get out of does. here with that I think she's got some I don't own you. a pair of shelters no you yeah, Jenny I can't a, stand them <laughs> Jenny had a pair of shelters that she did not wear forever I finally finally let them go R.I.P. but like very recently Oh, man. You didn't have shell toes? I, I can't wear shell That no. surprises me. No, I... No, I wore, like, Sambas, Steve Madden. if anything. Oh, I did wear Sambas. Yeah, <laughs> of course you did. Yeah, of Sambas course are, are basically... Yeah. I mean, they're related. They're yeah, in the same no, family. That's a great... That's a great, that's great. You were that's like, I would never point. wear shell toes. Oh, I totally had Sambas, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I was like... <laughs> that's a different thing. They're built for speed. I also had docks. Yeah, you guys, docks. Yeah. I had docks. When I was a freshman, I had, like platform steve martin loafers with like by the way i also wore knee socks and a skirt every day school by the time i was a senior i wore white steel-toed platform lace up like which you still doc martens that were like illegal like they were illegal they were illegal at your school not dress code (laughs) 
Um, I just want to make sure that you know that you said Steve Martin and not Steve Madden. I wore Steve Martin's shoes. I just, <laughs> they were I just grossly feel. oversized. I wore Steve Martin's shoes and I killed him. <laughs> no, I did say Steve Martin. I did say Steve Martin. You're right. Yeah, because just... that's how long it's been since I've worn any of those shoes. <laughs> I forgot what they're called and I thought they were a movie star. Oh. <laughs> I just really, I want everyone to see some pictures of you in that phase of time. It's the best. You know? It's, it's the best. Really special. It's the best. Yeah, what, do you have any? I've only seen you as a businesswoman. Yeah, I was in a your teens. Yeah. <laughs> I've got so many great photos. I have to. I have to go do like a an expedition to my yeah. parents' yeah. house. I got to get mine too, videos, and so. we got to like get our high school pictures together. There, you say all the time that we would have like dated each other. Do but. you mean get our pictures together? You mean like take one picture of you, one picture of me, put them on top of each other, rub them back and forth? Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> See and what your like, baby yeah. would look like. Yeah. Oh, of course, that's wham, what I mean. Wham, wham, wham. <laughs> <laughs> Wham, wham, wham. That's what I mean, yeah. <laughs> hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so Cordelia in her shell tops um, hides in the dumpster because she's afraid. It turns out it's just Angel who thinks that it was Buffy that he saw, which is weird. What is he even there? Like he, what is he seeing? He like he's lying. So I don't remember how does. Buffy meet Angel. He he just appears. He just follows her one day and like gives her a cross an necklace. And he's like, and oh, like, the Hellmouth is a thing. What is it? The, the, har- the harvest. harvest. What is he supposed to do? He's he's, he's just pops fighting. Up. He's, he's just pops fighting up. for good. He's on bones. Okay. You know, he's, he's like trying to atone for uh, you know a couple hundred years of killing people. Right? But, like, the reason he'd be at the high school is there's no reason? There's, well, it's well, where the Hellmouth is. It's where and the Hellmouth is. Where point. Okay, got it. Yeah, so the... he's, like, sticking around to, like, help sleuth. And okay. he usually guides Buffy, I mean, from what we've seen so far. He'll be like, hey, this thing is happening. Just so you know, they're gathering. So, like, heads up <laughs> on that. That's yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, his. Yeah, also, of that. We, I said it as we were watching, but his haircut. Yes. Is his last name Boreatus? Is that how you say his Boreanis, name? Boreanus. Right? David Boreanus, his haircut is... <laughs> why is that his haircut? Also, only he could have that haircut. How did it Like, happen? it's very specific to his his specific It's head. going yeah. down it's... and up, and it meets in the middle as sort of a crest. <laughs> I think it's all he can do. It's just like... I do not believe it. I think it he's like an owl, man. On well, bones. It looks... Kind of normal. What are you talking show? about? That's exactly what it looks like. His hair still looks like that. Yeah, really? I feel like it's His shorter goes down and, more and like up. Adults. Than, okay. Well, than Jenny it was has a theory Buffy. on why his hair looks like this. Which... I mean, in the universe of the show, yes. 
my theory is he's a vampire. He can't see his reflection. <laughs> so he's trying something, but he has no way of knowing what the result you know what, is. What's really funny about that is he's like... I think I always thought, like, maybe that a vampire can't see their reflection, but they can just see hair. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, their skin they can't see, just but their hair is an extension hair. of the- Why? <laughs> what is the logic? Did you just realize that that was your thought? Like, it didn't? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think it's really funny. Oh, my Imagine God. Imagine a little floating haircut. And then I guess the question is, can you see right through? Also, wouldn't you be able to see your clothing? In your reflection, mm. like, like the hollow. That's man? what I think, right? I think. You oh, can it's see yeah. Like, how does it become invisible oh, when it touches, when it touches you? you? That doesn't make any sense. Okay, I see like where you're at, but we can't know. I think is the thing. Yeah, there's no answer, but just posing a question to the masses. Yeah, the two of you, the way your faces look when Murph does something <laughs> that you like is the sweetest <laughs> I just thing. Don't know where Going. The proudest sure parents in all the land. He's got a lot He's of work to do. And now he's yeah. ready to he lay to down. to make sure this was the best seat in the house. Yeah. Is this <laughs> the softest place? It yes, is. it is. It is. Oh, no. oh I'm back. God. He's back. <laughs> uh, okay. Listen. Should I even keep going through my points? Yes. Should I? You're the There's guiding some... light we need. Oh, boy. Well, um, like. Can we just talk about his dumb face when he like pops up uh, when she's coming out of the dumpster? Yeah. He what is the direction? He's like got this big goofy smile on his face I don't on the know. side shot and then when it's like sort of like the camera's directly facing him, you- he's still kind of smiling in like this like friendly way that doesn't make any sense and like he's answering Cordelia's questions about why he was following her in like a very obtuse way. Maybe it's cuz Cordelia is so pretty. That's a great point. That also, is the men point. in the show are giant so <laughs> compared big. to the women. Like yeah. every well, Sarah Michelle Gellar's what, like five feet tall. Guess that she's super small. She's I mean, tiny. I don't know, but like it, the last time I measured her, also she was five all feet. of the dudes that are in this specific, I don't know, are all like they're, six they're all. I mean, Xander yeah. and they're Angel so are huge. Big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then of course the zombie dude yeah. is also huge. But even like Giles oh, is pretty yeah. big. Like they're just, it's like yeah. It looks like a Disney movie where the, like Moana, <laughs> yeah. like all the ads for Moana, where like Moana is so teeny and then Maui, which is the character that's played by The Rock, is like eight times her size. And you're like, well, I feel like in real life, men and women are kind of similar sizes. Not in this universe either. <laughs> no. Yeah. They're huge. Jenny was talking last week too about how somehow, even though Angel is huge and Xander is huge, that when Angel is with Buffy... It seems to look more proportionate, and when Xander and Buffy stand next to each other, like sh- when they're doing a sexy dance together, yeah, for maybe example, that's why it looks so awkward. It just looks wrong. He looks stret. He looks like a yeah. bean. Um, I would like to give a special shout out to Cordelia for her scream. She has a few in the episode. But the dumpster one is a real winner. The dumpster one, I actually, if I'm going to rank her screams, I actually <laughs> think that the scream where she's on the table and she's like, I promise not to scream. And then she screams <laughs> actually wins out for me in, in my horror scream ranking. But um, she gets her first really good scream in the dumpster. And it like is paired with like a, 
you know, big motion. I know you couldn't see that audience, <laughs> but I was moving my hands <laughs> to the side of my face. Um, but yeah, Cordelia gets a good scream. And there's going to be a lot of moments for this, but like we have a lot to talk about. So I just want to make sure that we show our love for Cordelia. Okay. Now's the great, time. It's a great point. Now's the time. Cordelia. Great, great, great. Okay, okay, okay. All right, what do you got, okay. Jenny? What do I have? Um, mm. I'm so glad you asked. We go to the library uh, just after Angel has pulled Cordelia and a bunch of body parts out of a dumpster, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And this is, I think, where we have to, we have no choice but to award the sexual tension trophy to Angel and Xander because they're all Angel. Xander. Right. They have a, um, a Rocky Horror Picture Show Xander. moment. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. So if yeah. you're comfortable with that, I'd really like to give it okay. to them. I, I, had, I had written it down. For, I had written down the obvious answer, which was Giles and Jenny Calendar. No, 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 no. But no. I, I, deter, I defer right, second to place. Your, second yes. place. So maybe Angel can pawn the trophy we just gave him and buy a new jacket because that jacket <laughs> is all... Yeah, wrong for his coloring horrible. it's not right especially <laughs> but really it, are they out. trying to signal spring like is that <laughs> what season are we I in don't know. or maybe I because don't he's know. paired There's with a lot cordelia of yeah but if um, he's they're trying to make him look more like get a new jacket can he mean xander because xander needs smaller clothes xander needs xander's clothes are huge but do you remember the 90s i know but it's like so funny xander is basically who i'm talking about when i'm like the clothes are huge yeah, <laughs> it's like a lot, and then he's like putting a messenger bag on top of it. Oh, that yeah. is like the classic. Cinched across like his you chest. You wore your clothes proportionate, yeah. proportionally to you, the same size. No, to him, not in high school. Did you have a messenger bag? I did before that. Yeah, before that. In high school, I tried to, and I was like, I don't care about school. Why do I have a bag? Right. And then I t- <laughs> yeah, this is a crazy. Straight thing up, to say. I never did homework. I don't know how. I honestly don't know how I graduated high school. Did what were your like? Did you um, get like, good charm. grades or did you get not good no, grades? I got terrible grades in high school. I did not care. Okay. I I was like a smart kid. I did really well, and then I just stopped caring. Right. Well, it's because you didn't have anything to focus you like parents, vampires. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I did one of those. Mm-hmm. Parents are vampires. Parents are vampires. <laughs> so we go to the Epps household uh, for like five seconds and we see Chris come out of his danger do not enter door and like say goodbye to his mom who's just watching endless clips of Daryl play football and smoking cigarettes and not paying attention to anything. Very sad. Uh, yeah, take it back. The word's sad. Uh, you can't say it anymore. Yeah, it's it's go- we're not allowed to use us. it anymore, right? No, it's horrible. Okay, it's really too bad. About There's a lot of words that have been taken from us. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Also, the thumbs up. You can't really do that anymore. Oh, Jesus. Anyway. <sighs> the saddest so... part of the podcast was the collective size of all four of us. Uh, so we, we finally get a look at what Chris and Eric have been working on, which is, of course, a bunch of uh, pieces of lady corpses sewn together lady corpses Cameron got so bummed out yeah Cameron you were upset about this for a long part of the episode why does it have to be many women 
Why do they have to be sewn together? Why couldn't anyone <laughs> just date one woman that was it's just kinda, one woman? It's kind of funny. But but he talks about it. He does answer the question. It just takes a long time for you to get to the answer. What? what? He, the, the, the reason why they're sewing the, the bodies together and not just using like one dead person that they're reanimating is because they want her to be just as terrifyingly undesirable oh, right. as him. So they'll so hide that together, they can right. fall in love because Ew. they both never want to go. So what is my follow up to this? Yeah. <laughs> here's, my, here's my follow up to this. Okay, yeah, cheers. Uh, but like no, they're also making it. it very difficult on themselves. Like just take one woman and then cut maybe... her up. She's a yeah, reanimated dead guy. thing. And she's he gonna has be all terrible. of her unnecessary scarring. All of that. So much face time. tissue. What that's had happened to his face? Because he was so in many... a rock climbing. Rock climbing. Yeah. How did his yeah. face get so so? Yeah, he must have fallen also, on his face. Aww. Can I just say? <laughs> and I apologize to point out something on a show that people love, but. I always find it it takes me out of it when there's like a a Frankenstein death. monster? No, yeah. <laughs> when there's vampire. No. Uh when there's like multiple deaths at a high school and people are like, "What?" Like they didn't hear Ooh, it's about it. Oh, a different it. high school. Oh, well, here's but he's Daryl's playing for that te- team and No, it oh. was it was Sunnydale High School, but here's the thing about Sunnydale. No, the different high school where the girls went yes, to. The yes, the girls. That's, you're bringing up Daryl. But yes. yes, but also yes. Okay, but I remember hearing about, I mean, like, some three girls get killed in a car accident right. in a neighboring high school. You're going to know about it when it happens. Unless you live on a hellmouth. Of course. And people are yeah. dying See, all the time. That. Thing. But I was saying globally, anything, <laughs> right, any right. show that ever does this, it always takes me out of it. Like, come on. You, yeah. you, they don't need the microfiche to figure this out. They knew <laughs> when it happened. We, um, the first, I think the first episode of the whole series there's like a dead guy in a locker that like falls out onto somebody else. And then like the next scene is them all, you know, in the hallway or like outside. And they're like, yeah, they canceled gym. And like it, w- the first episode we were like, seriously, like that's it. There's like, <laughs> a dead person. Gym. But then if, yeah. every episode. If they closed school every time a high school student died, like they'd never, they'd be in. Yeah. They dropped like full year round. There. But classes. there's no like larger governmental. No. Police. No, police are never called. No, no, it's a whole thing. (laughs) Never called. Very strange. We've we've actually written that into some of the songs. It's always been figured out. Sort of like an investigation of some kind about some sort of ring. No, and Buffy is always like breaking, like if because because police are never seen, but there are sometimes like caution tape or like things that, and she's always like just pushing it aside or like going (laughs) directly to the crime scene and Uh like touching everything. It's just it's Sunnydale yeah. High School, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but I also do hear you, Rhea. Yeah, it's just like a, a funny... I noticed it in this, and then I was like, this happens all the time. It's like this funny TV yeah. concept. Yeah, because if a person dies in high school, that's a big... It's a big deal. It's a big deal. You know what else is a big deal? <laughs> what, Jenny? Giles and Ms. Calendar are going to the big game, oh and God. it's... A date and also Ms. Calendar says like one of my favorite jokes in the whole series, which is please call me Jenny. Ms. Calendar is my father. What a great, <laughs> yes. great joke. I love it so yes. much. It's a great joke. Uh, also, she's she's pretty hot. She's <laughs> Do you know so, the honest, last the last person who sat in that in chair that and chair. said that was Gabby Dunn. Literally. <laughs> she was like, she is yeah, so pretty. Sense. Yeah. 
That yeah. does make sense. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Just look at her go. She's very, what does she teach? Uh, uh, she's a she's the computer lab teacher, and okay, she's sorry. also a techno pagan. Yeah, oh yeah, techno pagan. Earlier in, in the series, she helped them get a demon off of the internet that mm-hmm. had been scammed uh. in. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> She's she's a, a lady who knows what's what. She knows how to work a computer. She's she knows how to loves ask a guy casting out. bones. Hot belt. Yes, yeah. the hottest of all belts on Jenny Callen. And she loves from that sports. Thing. She loves football because it's so rugged. She she had that whole like she has like a whole monologue, not a monologue about but like, American sports. Yeah, where she's like, it doesn't have the, uh, the grace of basketball or the, or the poetry, poetry of baseball. <laughs> Do you relate to that? I do relate to that actually. I was like, "Wow, that's pretty right on." Yeah. Uh, Jenny, are you are you team Jenny Calendar? (laughs) Apparently, yeah. When it comes to sports. Uh, But yeah, I love their whole. This is really it for them. I mean, this is a big episode for Giles and Jenny Calendar because they've just been like, you know, stepping around the issue of liking each other, and now they've gone on their first date. Oh my god! Also, his hop, his little victory hop. Yes. After he's like, that went well. I did nothing, but somehow we're still going on a date. Victory Uh, hop. So great. (laughs) Really nice. Also, I like. I just loved how she like poked her head back out of the classroom door. She was like, I have to go to class, but then she came back out anyway. She was like, Not really. First date, and I'm gonna say something that, uh, just maybe maybe the blandest food. You mean don't go Mexican? <laughs> Mexican? On the first don't, I think don't. no. I think don't don't Mexican. I would also say like maybe no like, like just go get a hot no pretzel. like pasta with a ton of garlic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like just um, get yourself a mall yeah. hot pretzel. Yeah, just a yeah exactly. <laughs> just a just a <laughs> slice of bread, <laughs> slice of toast. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Auntie Annie's is that what it's, it's called? Yeah, yeah, the yeah but we had Hot Sam's where I was growing that up. Was hot you that was back in the eighties and ni- early nineties. I don't think so. And um, <laughs> it was a pre it predated Auntie M's. Auntie no, M's is like a new thing that people when I was in high school oh. went and worked there and would bring us pretzels the next morning. Yeah, and we would eat like disgusting, soggy, Yuck. just like oh. drop a soggy wet. Uh, bread bag on the table. Did you have um pretzel time? Is that a thing that everybody had? Oh yeah, that, yeah. Because yeah. I had friends that worked at pretzel time, but that's like well, the pretzel time and hot school. sams are like the same company, and oh, they just really? had different. Pretzel I'm pretty time? sure hot sams. <laughs> hot sams is a goddamn thing. Uh, if you keep arguing with me on this, we're getting a divorce. <laughs> this is what's weird about this is that one of them is so obvious what it is. Pretzel time. <laughs> <laughs> the other one is like, what is this? <laughs> You know what I would say when I went to Hot Sam's? Do you know what this is? I'll have a Hot Sam's. It's pretzel time. Oh. I thought maybe they called the pretzels Hot Sam's. That would make more sense. Right? Then, like, yeah. I'd love a Hot Sam. But I had friends who worked at pretzel time, and I would, I, to, since that day that they began working or telling me what they did at pretzel time, I don't think I have purchased a pretzel from yeah. a place like that because they were disgusting high school, horrible high school students oh. who would, like, Kill a fly with the pretzel and then oh, wrap it up. And I what know. The fuck? You guys, it's totally a thing. Oh my God. I put hot in hot Sam's, Sam's and pretzels auto populated. So, wow. Well, I think it's, it's like fake. a real thing. <laughs> Even the images that pop up I just kind of look fake. I planted that on the internet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Yo, so when we do get a look at Daryl, I just want to make a note. Um, this was the most traumatic moment for Cameron. The it first was, look. It was Daryl's first Cameron. look. <laughs> he was spooky at first. Yeah, I didn't yeah. like him very much. Were you at all disturbed by his posture, which is just sort of like 
if um whatever you would call like the central sort of oval if you were drawing a really simple human shape his his torso i guess is sort of like a couple inches ahead of the rest of his body his like legs are back coming in early you mean yeah coming in he kind (laughs) of i don't know if you guys watch new year's rock and eve uh (laughs) with ryan seacrest uh Mm. but fergie is always the hollywood host and she kind of stands the same she way does. she does she really does oh god i love her so much um, i walk like that which do you think you walk like daryl not like daryl but i walk like <laughs> like chet i walk first. wrong i i yeah because if i ever am walking a lot and then i look and i'm like oh god i look like i'm about he to fall has, like, over that actor mm-hmm. god bless him because i say this and it's gonna be kind of mean but that person has the, the that person has real wacky fingers <gasps> did you oh, see I did. I did. I didn't notice it the first time. Yeah, and this yeah. time I did. Because I don't want to go too hard on Daryl. Because yeah. there's a real person behind that. Yeah. But that person has wacky yes. fingers. But, but how much of that fingers. is is like? Uh, I just don't think it's prosthetics. I think that's that person's fingers. Yeah, they were they like, we don't have very, to do anything. Very there. big, very big, and and like short and square. Very big. Yeah. Very big hands. <laughs> You know, there's a, a sport at my home in my hometown of Chicago that's called 16-inch softball, where you have a really soft ball and no mitts, and you catch it with your hands. Oh, and this guy's got some 16-inch softball hands, <laughs> is what I would say. <laughs> there's a certain type of guy who can catch those balls also, really easy. Do you know what was? Sorry, I don't. I would no, love to ahead. keep talking about Daryl's hands yeah. forever. But the thing that occurred to me, also watching this, was why? So the mother is upstairs. And she's devastated. It's very depressing. It's very sad. She's just smoking cigarettes and watching, you know, reliving. But why? Why haven't they told her that Daryl's alive in the basement? I don't understand. Great question. She's a great candidate for fully accepting yeah, why, that. Yeah, she why is, don't I agree. they she's just already set the two yeah. of them up right? on some couches yes. and let them hang out, They'd watch have football? have a great life <laughs> watching Daryl's best moments. Yeah. It's what Daryl wants. It's what she wants. You're right. Uh, also, I'm sorry I he really wants a don't date, like basements. But, so yeah. I really don't yeah. like that <laughs> she doesn't know he's down there. Yeah. I really don't like that. Where do you Ugh. think do you have do you have a route for this? Like your basement fear? Basements? Did you have a scary basement? Like Don't you know what the root of all basement fears are that that's where murdering happens? <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you kidding? No, I'm, I'm not <laughs> the suggesting... The fact that you would even uh, have to ask. I'm not suggesting that basements aren't terrifying. But, like, you get especially scared. And, like, have you just always gotten especially well, scared? yeah. I mean, I had the basement of my house, and I've just never been able to see my entire life very well. And so I think it was really spooky. Right. But right. also, I... I don't know. <laughs> Every show and, t- and movie has... Very bad basements. That's in it. true. Nothing good ever happens. Very in the bad basement. basements. No, I mean that's like Very prime bad basements. Prime horror spot is a basement. Dislike it a lot and can't even process it. <laughs> and thank God in California, almost somebody has basements. When you yeah. when you go like uh, when you travel because you travel a lot and you're in a hotel room, do you have to check like under the bed and in the shower and stuff? Like, Why would you check under the bed and in the shower? I know you, you have you to do it. Check. We're married. I'm asking guys. our guests. What Sorry, it's just common fucking sense. <laughs> Definitely, I also check the closet. The yeah. Closet. Okay. What about you, Ria? Do you check anything? No, I don't check anything. Yeah, me either. But now nobody in there. Which, well... I haven't checked anywhere in your house. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're all here. What an elaborate ruse no. <laughs> for you to kill me. <laughs> that would be a great plot twist. I'm like, so do you normally check the yeah, closet? I, know. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Sorry, 
Are you how scared you get? No, like, <laughs> seriously, I'm so scared. When I went to see Blair Witch with my high school boyfriend, we were driving home and he was trying to kiss me and I was like, I I was like, I just remember this moment where he was like trying to kiss me and he looked out the window and I was like, who's out there? The witch? <laughs> the witch out there? I know you're in on it! And then I just got out of the car and went to my house. Oh my God. Oh my were God. you, were, were you laboring witch. under the... The, the witch. Uh, the, bl- the one. The one. Were you laboring under the idea that uh, it, was that real? it was real? When you saw it, did you think maybe it was real? Well, we all did, yeah, because the internet yeah, yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah, real. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Blair Witch, right. Yeah. I was like, I forgot where we started. Yes. So I was like, what was real? The witch? What, yeah. what, what did we think? What did we all think was real? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought oh, yeah. every, but I also thought, kind of thought everything was real. Mm-hmm. Kind of mm-hmm. still do. Also, I, I just want to say, like, I very much understand the fear. I'm really sorry that I looked directly at you and pretended like there was something in the closet because that <laughs> would freak me out. And last night, <sighs> so my sister and I, Breathing. we scare very easily and are very weird people. And uh-huh. last night, something happened with the TV. They were over our house and the Apple TV um, rebooted. And because our actual television is from like 1970 or whatever, I don't know what happened. But a loud static just started happening and my sister like jumped from the couch and like buried her entire head in my torso and I was like with her I like covered her ears and was like it's okay it was nice to have you as a sister and and Jenny and her Jesus. boyfriend Brian were like what is wrong with you we were like 100% convinced that we were dying and yeah we were yeah, going yeah, to be yeah, killed tensions yeah. are high these days yeah, yeah. <laughs> tensions are just a little high <laughs> just a little stressed oh. out Hey, remember when kids used to hide under their desks? Oh, I feel God. like I don't oh, know. Man, I feel We're... like I'm just doing that all the time. Yeah, that's our new life. Yeah, sorry. Anyway. Well, this is sorry. I got excited. Not about it, but just like that we have people here who also hate the world. <laughs> I just because I mean this is so our episodes air on Wednesdays and we're all feeling a lot of pressure um, building because we're getting closer and closer to this thing actually happening. And Jenny and I, we don't talk about politics or, or the world a lot directly on the podcast. Cause like mm. we like to give people a place to escape yeah. these things. But that said, we have talked a little bit about how things like science fiction and um, you know, a show like Buffy is really important and kind of, uh, takes on new meaning in times like this. Um, so I just, I don't know. I wonder, especially Cameron, because you have a relationship with the show and like with the genre, um, if there's anything, and then Rhea, I don't mean to take you out of the question, oh. but like if there are any touchstones for you guys that are like either helping you because they're like, fuck yeah, we can fight and we can win, or if they're just like taking you away and like letting you, you know, breathe for a moment. Mm, that's so great, you know. Well, I stopped a couple of years ago. I stopped being able to watch action movies as much because um, the, we both did. Yeah, we because we, we used to have a podcast about, about it. We used to have a podcast about action movies because we both love action and, and sci-fi movies. Um, but then, as like this is a very serious thing I'm going to say, but as gun violence started to become in the news constantly mm-hmm. here in the U.S., I I. I just felt like I could no longer contribute money to something that felt like I was watching things that really happen and real people get harmed. And so and it was also difficult to be seeing these things in the news and being aware of what's going on and then watching this movie and it's happening. It in doesn't transfer like yeah. anymore. Yeah. entertainment and it wasn't feeling like it was, you know, it was feeling like, oh, this is just 
silly entertainment. And I was like, I'm watching actual this happen to actual people every yeah, day. Yeah, and so I have had this sort of like hole in the things that I appreciate um, because I, I haven't found the right things often of late. And one thing that I really loved um, was The Force Awakens because it's like such a hopeful story and it has a lot of great female characters. We also saw Rogue One and I liked Rogue One uh, less, but I think both of those movies and then the original uh, four through six of Star Wars have been sort of giving me a little bit more uh, hope is the word <laughs> um, lately because both on camera and off camera, you know, we just watched the HBO documentary on Carrie Fisher's yeah. life last night mm -hmm. and with her mom um, and Debbie Reynolds. De Debbie Reynolds and it's called Bright Lights. That's really inspiring because it's amazing to see what somebody can do with uh, the focus that she got being in that those movies. And then also what I think Star Wars is trying to do is celebrate like peace and finding peace inside of yourself and finding peace inside of others. There is still violence, obviously, in these movies. Um, and what I also love is that there are like female characters. Some. Yeah, there's still like only f like seven in a universe of <laughs> universe, but, <laughs> but there's yeah, but there's some, there, but there's yeah. some. Yeah. So that's something that I've really found is like helpful lately. Yeah. I also would recommend um, a lot of people watched it right after everything, um, but the movie Arrival was really a really great science fiction story for like getting along with people and like what. Talking can do, you know, understanding. Mm, it's the same thing. Um, it's really yeah, about it's peace. really yeah. about like the huh. force and understanding each other. And then also the movie Hidden Figures, which is not sci-fi, oh, yeah. but it's about science. It's just sci. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's straight sci up sci-fi. <laughs> right. um, and just seeing that, and something that like there's there's a lot of things that struck me about that movie. Something else that I've been thinking too, because I, I was just thinking about it. Um, and who it's about and, and all, all of this. And like, obviously these women's stories weren't told for multiple reasons, but the fact that it's like, well, I didn't know anybody that was, I mean, I knew the astronauts because everybody cares about the astronauts, but I would never think, oh, there were, you know, these tons of black women doing this. Mm -hmm. It's so much easier. Your brain is trained to just think like, oh, well, it's just a bunch of white dudes. Totally. Mm -hmm. And so, um, those stories are making me really happy because they are just telling a story. And I think that's what we need to do is just tell each other stories and remind each other that, hey, we're all just people and the things we're trying to talk about are just our experiences. And that in we our were lives. there then. I mean, I'm yeah. not a black woman, but I'm a queer woman. Mm -hmm. And I feel like our history is erased. And it's nice to look back and see moments where there were, there were people that we don't tell their stories. Yeah. Because it makes yeah. me think, oh, maybe. I was there. Maybe there were right. people like me there. Right. And the mm -hmm. more that we hear and uncover it, it's like the more we know we were there. Mm -hmm. And then we get to know we are here. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then we can still do that shit. Mm -hmm. This show does that too. I mean, there's a lot of amazing female characters in this show. Not you mean Buffy the racial? Vampire Slayer? Yeah. yeah. <sighs> I don't know racial diversity, no, but they no, did cover a lot, a lot of, of white other people things. in Sunnydale. Mm -hmm. yeah. a, a lot. Interesting though, obviously to 2017 standards it doesn't hold up but i am just saying even though the show is all white people <laughs> there are people of color in the background which mm -hmm. is something 
saying something that there are people, you know, because I've I've watched shows even like that are coming out now that it, it's all white people in the background right. and it's very glaring mm-hmm. and you're like. How how did this happen? Yeah. Right. What is this? And we've seen a couple. Did you? <laughs> we had like was it last week that the head vampire was it last week? Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. The head vampire was a black man, um, but not not a lot. Yeah, it's not. There's a, lot. A, there's a little bit. There's a little bit. Well, thanks for sharing that. I know that mm-hmm. wasn't super on episode, but on topic with Buffy. Yeah. I mean, I I I'm finding that this rewatch for us is really helping me too. It's just mm. nice to see. Uh, you said something when she kicked. Oh, I, I think I wrote it down. Hold on. I wrote down mm. a couple of Cameron quotes. <laughs> um, uh, well, there's she has a whole fresh body, but that's... <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> well, she does. Just you use said, it. More you said something about... <laughs> so weird to cut the head off well, and put it on it? the I really thing. Well, there was a really nice moment in a little while... When Buffy catches a knife that Eric throws, That's and the Cameron moment. said, "Oh, she's cool she's cool all the time." time. <laughs> yeah, there it is. She's cool all like, the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is. She is. She's she a is fighter. cool all she's the time. She's always kicking ass, and Ugh. she's fallible, which makes her cool even cooler. You know? Mm. Yeah. That she like makes mistakes and she fucks up, but then she's still like, "Funk, got your knife, <laughs> motherfucker." Oh, and they're also real friends. Like this is, episode is a bad example of that, but. I love in other episodes that they also have like real friendships with each other and have like real high school problems because yeah, I think yeah. that's also cool to see in this show. They could have just like skipped it and had them constantly fighting a zillion things, but yeah, yeah, yeah. which is which really was this episode. It was kind of an anomaly to the rest of what we've seen so far. Usually there's more I don't know. Dimensions. Yeah. Maybe Giles got the yeah. Giles really got, got the B story. story that's true. Oh, yeah. Giles deserves a little a little love in his life. He at least gets to sit next to a girl and talk to her for five seconds before Xander and Willow um, show up and start eating their popcorn. Yes. I just wanna just wanna backtrack for one second because I don't want to miss this moment. Um when Cordelia first gets kidnapped, uh like when they put the bag over her head and she's sure. right. And I mean she doesn't get kidnapped. She she gets bagged. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then um and then Buffy saves her. And, you know, you're like, wow, Cordy, you just made it. And then she's like, I've got to go. I'm yeah. the apex. <laughs> yeah. you know? Right, right. Of the midfield pyramid. She just totally sure. shakes it off and is like, got to go. Got to go. There's just like a pile of ro- And so then I guess what does happen to that pyramid? Yeah. Then the pyramid, mm. right? So we never find out. We, we don't never. Know. And that's it's really just got a flat top to it. It's, it's, a, it's a flat top. The old flat, flat top. top. The old flat top pyramid. Table mountain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Table mountain. Uh, anyhow, now you can go go back on where you were. I just, uh, you know, I liked, I'm a big uh, Cordelia. No, no. It's Well, speaking of Cordelia, how mm. about the anatomical illustration with the photograph of Cordelia's head and affixed? And it fits so perfectly. It does. What are the odds? How also, did they do it? I love that they have not only a lab, but a dark room. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right? They fully developed uh, those photos. It is making me vom to think about what must have <laughs> been underneath that, that like, oh, like, the sheet. Oh, uh, no. I understand, guys. I understand this is not the scariest thing in the entire world, but okay, let's be, <laughs> let's do real talk. Okay, yeah, they don't they're have laying like there on the locker. table, mm-hmm. and then they're like, oh, this might hurt a little. You're going to feel a little pinch around your neck or whatever. And then they like <laughs> flip up the thing, and then you just see a headless 
bod and then you're like oh no i'm the head that's the worst yeah <laughs> i feel like in real life you'd be like bah, bah, just vomiting just, yes. just, just like <laughs> yes. bah, bah. <laughs> passing out foaming everywhere yeah exactly wow. also they and i know why they did this because like they're they were building like the ideal girlfriend for the football player but they really went out of their way to make sure you knew that they had chosen the bustiest yeah. like middle portion of the three girls mm-hmm. like the sheet was like totally flat except for giant boobs oh my god oh my god i oh my god i hate <laughs> also not to skip way ahead but at the end of the episode buffy's like so why'd you do it or whatever to and he's like well because my brother always protected me and i felt like i had to bring him back and i really feel like he he really skated on by because I <laughs> do not agree that this is a good so way question, to deal with though. grief. He got to be like the normal kid who just got caught what? up in grief. Yeah. What was Eric getting out of all of this? And why was he like so into it? I think he just had a boner the whole yeah. time. Yeah, we did hear real about creep. his porn collection Ugh. briefly. So, uh, yeah, he, he was the creep. Which, he was... hey, not that there's anything wrong with porn. No, and but, that was, you know, but like, porn shaming, a... was that necessary? Him being really into porn is gross. Is a bummer. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Precisely. He's not into it for the right reasons. <laughs> <laughs> he has no respect. It's I, not... really, I really want them to both get the help they need they some need. counseling yeah. for sure well what happened oh yeah they do save eric what's gonna happen to eric and also you guys sorry to pull apart this episode now but it's just falling apart it's just it's unspooling mm. right in front of me because the brother dies in a rock climbing accident did they did he dig his brother up is that what we're to believe that he dug him up out I of think, his grave yeah i think that's all that we have to work with yeah and the weird thing about that is that like okay so he didn't brother- need a new head Right, that's a great one that he didn't need a new head. Good because point. they were talking about the the formality. So he must, he must have done it very quickly. Or? So he did it as soon as he fell down. So here's my other follow up question. Uh, so, oh my God, you're dead! Hang on, let me put you back together. <laughs> did he have this research done in the past? Right, he was really good at science. I mean, he is a science, which means yeah, you can bring people back from that, the dead. These are he's really good at science things. fair. Mm-hmm. These are unrelated things. <laughs> I feel like, and then he has like I feel a I think because the whole thing is about like there's time, time Why requirements. They they're like really town. stressed out about right, how they yeah. gotta yeah. get stuff done mm. real fast, but then they, it's unclear. It's unclear. And then he's like just kind of moping around a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and these boys, they need. They it need definitely to smells in there. And you know what? I have a feeling, based on my knowledge of Sunnydale High School, they're not going to get the help they need. <laughs> That's that sounds right. <laughs> I think and they'll then be I will right also back. say the old science lab. Yeah. That was at the school, though? Yeah, supposedly that was at the school. So in- there's a new science lab, and then the old science club lab is so <laughs> infrequently maintained by any staff or sort of maintenance yeah, person. That you can exist. build a Frankenstein. Yeah. I think there's that. actually the same abandoned science building <laughs> in Jennifer's body. Oh, no. Oh, you probably haven't seen that because it would scare you. Well, don't you have a relationship with Jennifer's body? Well, Diablo Cody went to my high school. It's oh. <laughs> a weird the, thing to come The up. skirt that Jennifer is wearing on the cover of Jennifer's body is our uniform skirt. Wow. Wow. It's just, it was a random thing to bring up. Yeah, wow. can you believe Did you it? know that in advance? That was Maybe buried. I I did know that somewhere, but not actively. Yeah. I you really did talk about thinking, it all the time. Abandoned, there's, I do. <laughs> Why wouldn't I? It's the weirdest. I know. But, it's weird. So what's in the... So, okay. So in the basement is where they keep him. But at the science lab is where they're building her. 
How did they? Who drove the car? Also, you know what I mean. Hmm. Anyway, um, the other question I would have is the brother who's like at the end talking to Buffy, Chris. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I it got away from me or whatever. <laughs> so he's just lost his brother again. Yes. Yeah. And that's it. Would feel way. like maybe he would be sad. Yeah, yeah. They gave it that one dramatic moment with the fire where he was like trying to get there, but he couldn't, and he had to let him but go. Then, but then, you know, he's still actually dead now. Right. He hasn't been dead. Right. And now he is really actually he's dead. Now he's dead. Daryl. <laughs> I do love that his character's name is Daryl. Yeah. <laughs> it just really gives it an extra touch. Ugh, I'm Daryl. So grossed out by this. I Ask really appreciate. I want to say I appreciate the sacrifice that you made to be on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm so brave. Grossed out. Yeah, and and not intentionally, but we seem to have picked the episode that I think might have been one of the worst for you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I love it. Truly, it was like basements and then the head and everything. How about Daryl climbing, like going, running back into the fire and climbing on top of the headless, sewn together corpse bits and whispering, "We'll be together forever. Yeah. You're mine." Well, oh. I mean, to give Daryl a little credit, he's a reanimated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not operating he probably with full No, let him go. But let him have his... Do you think he's scared of himself? Yeah. I feel like I would be so creeped out. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't want to go outside. He doesn't yeah. want to... Yeah. I know, I know we have to talk about Angel and Buffy. It's important. I saw the fire and figured you'd be here. Right? What is he doing? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to figure out. I just feel like the... I Where just feel he like from? he's not he's not him in this episode. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, he's a little like off. he's written. It's also it's confusing, like whether or not he can fly. Do you know what I mean? I know he can't fly, but his name is Angel, and he always pops up. So I just feel like <laughs> that might You're be not totally good part. Maybe. Right, right. He's always like kind of running into the. Yeah. <laughs> also, he's like <laughs> shaking off a little bit. His his history is that he's an incredible like warrior vampire. Like he's one of the strongest vampires of all time. And yet the scene, the whole episode opens where like this dinky vampire comes out of the ground. Oh my god, he runs right into the <laughs> into the shovel. shovel. He just gets knocked out with the fucking shovel like that. Like what what? Maybe he's he got his... thrown off the, because he had to wear a fucking beige windbreaker. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah true. no. Beige wind windbreaker is a problem. Always. <laughs> Um, Rhea, do you have any, um, do you have anything you want to share after your, I mean, this, <laughs> this is a experience? big deal. This is a big moment for you. No, I, I, I enjoyed the show. <laughs> I had a great time watching it. It was fun time traveling back to that time in my life. Yeah. Trying to think of all the times when I would see like, um, you know, bumpers for Buffy during other things of like, <laughs> what's next on Buffy? Right. Um, so that was really fun. I'm so I feel we're tied together forever now yeah for sure that we can say that we were with you I'll remember this forever the first time the first time I watched Buffy and the first time my dog wore a hat that was (laughs) a promotional item with a candle a hat that was designed to fit on a candle fit on my dog (laughs) so pretty great day great all All in all win-win I feel fantastic um, well, thank you both for being on our podcast. Yeah, thank you so much Thanks. for being here. It's been really great to have you. Oh, yeah, so great. You know, we have a podcast that's called Put Your Hands Together. Yeah. If anybody liked listening to us here, you could hear us do Check stand up there. Out. I have a feeling we'll probably talk about Buffy next next week. I mean, it's like in our brains. 
If we'll not, probably talk about it a little bit. Yeah, as long as yeah, well, you better now. Yeah, they're we're all going to come now. waiting I'm for Buffy. Saying. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> come on over. Cheers. <laughs> um, also, I feel like you probably already know this, listeners, but um, Rian Cameron Cameron have a show. Rian and Cameron. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rian and Cameron. Rian and Cameron. Rian and Cameron have a show. <laughs> Fucking fantastic show. Fantastic oh, show. Thank you. Called Take My Wife. You can uh, see it on CISO. And you should see it on CISO. Yeah. Immediately. Stop yes. cheating yourselves out of a fantastic viewing experience. <laughs> Start living your best life. It's, a, it's important. You'll thank us. Or you're saying, we've already seen it. Of course we've seen it. <laughs> sure. Sure. Watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, watch it again. Um, but yeah, so and thank you for all the things you do, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh you, you guys. You're doing great yeah. work. It's really, it's nice to be in in the room with two humans doing badass work oh. out there, you know? Yeah. I'm so holding thanks. my fists in the air. You are. <laughs> um, so before we go, we like to um, wolf howl out, and we were wondering if you would wolf howl oh. with us. Sure. Um, great. I can't wait to see what Murph's going to do for this. Yeah. <laughs> Well, before we howl, I'm going to tell you that I'm Jenny Owen Youngs, and when I'm not watching Buffy, I'm usually writing and recording songs. You can learn more about me at JennyOwenYoungs.com slash buffering, and you can give me a shout on Twitter at Jenny Owen Youngs. And I will tell you that I'm Kristen Russo, and you can find me over on Twitter at Kristen Nolene, K-R-I-S-T-I-N-N-O-E-L-I-N-E. When I'm not podcasting with my wife, I work to bring advice resources and laughter to lgbtq young people and their families over at everyoneisgay.com and mykidisgay.com buffering the vampire slayer is on twitter and facebook at bufferingcast and you can email us at bufferingthevampireslayer at gmail.com also in case you missed it we've got a whole album out now of season one songs uh, and you can find that currently on itunes and wherever you get your digital music if you like what we do, and you probably do, right? <laughs> Safe bet. You can support our work now on Patreon. Just head over to patreon.com slash bufferingcast. You can get all sorts of fun rewards and prizes and extra things. And it's a really great time over there. So go check it out. Okay. Until next time. Oh! oh! Murph's ears was... went all the way out. He was into it. <laughs> You like the wolf howl. What's up with this grave? You know, yesterday it had a girl in it, but now she's away. They're using her parts and other girls' parts. Could this be more disgusting? Ah, Cordelia found parts. When Daryl was in high school, he played football till he fell from some rocks and died. Then his science nerd brother brought him back to life. Now he's looking for a zombie bride. Yeah. Eric's a dick. These dudes are so sick. They just need a head to finish and Cordelia's their pick. So during the game, they whisked her away, but the abandoned science building will soon be in flames. When Daryl was in high school, he played football till he fell from some rocks and died. And his science nerd brother brought him back to life, so 
always looking for a zombie bride. One nice thing that happened today, Giles and Jenny Callender went on a date. Hope they do it again, well you know what they say, librarians and techno-pagans always find a way. What if you discovered you could move between the worlds of dreams and real life? That's the story of Dream Breachers, where Evan wakes up on his 12th birthday and realizes that something he dreamt about the night before had actually happened. With the help of his friends, a reappearing stranger, and a mysterious organization called the Dream Academy, Evan will discover what it means to be a Dream Breacher. Dream Breachers is a high-stakes sci-fi mystery adventure about the highs and lows of having all your dreams come true and is perfect for kids ages 8 to 12. If that sounds like a dream to you, you're in luck. You can listen to Dream Breachers now, wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts.